So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Scotty James from Burden of the Sky. And we're asking him some questions today about their new EP, Burn. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about their sponsor so far? Uh, amazing. Um, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Sitting on those songs for a while. Um, we're still sitting on some. We haven't released all of them yet. But uh, getting those first few out there and getting the uh, response that we've had and playing them live and seeing the response has been incredible. So very, very happy. Hell yeah. It was aw- awesome. It's an awesome EP. Oh, thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Uh, yeah. So it's uh, kind of the start of uh, the next album cycle, really. So we we have a full album written and we have all the songs ready to go. Um, but us being a smaller band, we didn't want to just throw it all out there and like have it kind of be there and then disappear quickly without all the songs getting the attention they deserve that we felt. Mm-hmm. So we decided to break it up into EPs. Um, so this first one's called Burn. It has these five songs. And then we plan on releasing another EP um, probably like springish next year, um, which will have another five songs. And then we'll have mm-hmm. another release and it'll either be a 30 P or it'll be the full album, which will have the rest of the songs on there. Um, mm-hmm. And the first one's Burn. The next one will be Breathe. And the next one's Repeat. And if you notice the first song on the, uh, the burn EP is burn, breathe, repeat. So the whole album will be burn, breathe, repeat as one. Once we mm-hmm. get it all, all as one. Um, so we were kind of doing that for one reason, financial reasons. Cause we are, like I said, we are still a small band and we've been doing pretty much everything on our own um, mm-hmm. up to this point. Um, we just signed on with imagine. And so they're helping us uh, out now uh, with that kind of stuff. So we wanted to make sure when we do release this album, mm-hmm. we can give it like the full treatment, um, do vinyl, all the, the stuff that, you know, you expect from a, a full record. So, we just wanted to make sure we could do that before we put it all out. Fair enough. Love that. And the cover art, any meaning behind that? Yeah, uh, just the, the burn. We were trying to do each one. Uh, so burn and breathe and repeat. So uh, I, I I designed this cover art. Uh, I was just trying to get that uh, that feeling of like, like everything's like, you know, just burnt down. And like, that's the kind of the the focal point of at least this record is like just burning everything and like starting over. And like, I've, I've always been one that's uh, has no problem cutting ties. Mm-hmm. I actually like, like it. So like, you know, I just, I, I'm a big fan of like when something's not working, cut that tie, never look back, just keep, you know, keep going. So that, that's kind of the, the meaning behind the album art. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Yeah, sure. Um, so typically it's uh, me and Josh are the main writers of the band. Um, so usually what will happen is either he'll he'll have an idea of like a like a chord progression or a chorus or just a small piece of it um, or I'll have it and we just share it back and forth. And so we like kind of hear something like, oh, yeah, I think I can work with this. Um, so then we'll just got to like take it a little further and me and him will just kind of work back uh, back and forth, uh, refining it until it gets to a point where I feel like I can put some uh, some melody, some vocal melody on it. Mm-hmm. And usually what I'll do is I won't start with like lyrics. I'll just do like almost like gibberish just just getting the notes so i'd like hum, 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 hum. it won't even be any words it'll just i'm just trying to find that melody and once yeah. we find the melody that we like then we go through and refine it get the music where it needs to be and then i'll go back and i'll um i'll fill in my words and meaning to that melody that we create and that was something that we learned from uh from ricky armelino from ice nine um he's the one who's producing this album mm-hmm. um so he did a lot of these songs and we learned uh, we went out to pennsylvania with him um last year and that's where we that, that's really where we refined our process um was le- learning from him and how he does his thing so um yeah we do we do that we get it ready and then once we got a song that we think we're ready for we uh we show it to our producer and then we take it from, he takes it from there and we refine it even more and then we get a release oh yeah 
Love it. Perfect. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. Oh man, I, there's a lot of uh, uh, lyrics on, on these songs that I'm super proud of. Um, and more, again, like I said, we learned a lot <clears throat> from Ricky um, lyrically too. He, you know, he helped me learn how to like create a character in the song and like put that character through a story. And so that's what we tried to do with these lyrics. Um, I really like the line in, uh, in the horizons that buried all the evidence that one. Um, and I appreciate the sentiment. It's just, it's like a, it's got that like teenage moodiness a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck you. Oh, sorry if I can't say that. <laughs> no, but, oh, yeah, but it's, because, it's yeah. just it's just that feeling that's like, you know, like, like you you either have someone in your life or multiple people in your life that just like just constant, just negative towards you and like just always bringing you down and you're just like, nope, done. Mm-hmm. Thanks for all you've done, but uh, we're going this way and uh, I don't really care about you. <laughs> so I, I think that that connects with me. Just uh, like I said, I, I don't know if I have fun burning bridges or what. I just, <laughs> I like that. I mm-hmm. like that feeling of moving forward and not letting anything uh, st- stop us. Um, I like that lyric. I really like the lyric in Above Me, um, the chorus lyric. Um, see you there above me, standing at the edge, and I've already fallen. That one, um, that's a good one, too, because I always feel like there's a lot of people out there that just kind of like don't agree with what you're doing or just kind of have their own opinions about what you're doing. And I just want people to, kind of feel like it doesn't really matter what they think like you do you and kind of like live your life and do what you want to do and like that's kind of part like you've already fallen like I've already fallen I already know what that feels like those people that are standing above you judging you just typically are in the same spot as you they just haven't quite fallen yet mm-hmm. so they're like standing right on the edge just like tiptoeing closer to the edge just not even realizing that they're they're gonna fall sometime too mm-hmm. absolutely so where was your headspace at while you guys are writing the CP Josh, you want to take this? I took the last couple. You want to go ahead and uh Oh my there? god. I don't yeah, I can I yeah, I got it. Um clean me up, Scott, but I mean I would say I mean this whole this EP, I don't know if Scott's kind of gone into it, but we I mean we're sitting on a lot of other tracks right now. So we we went into this all thinking we were gonna do a full length album right away, and obviously we're splitting that into three EPs going forward. But um I mean when we started writing, I think we spent about a year writing, Scott. And then yeah. right after COVID and also our guitar player, a lot of it came right before, about three months before and mm-hmm. after he passed away. So I don't know. I would say my, most of my headspace, like I'm a pretty happy person personally. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm pretty social. I like to be out around happy and having a good time. But music as my outlet's always been kind of like my, my anger avenue, right? It's everything that's like probably saddens me or angers me or it's, it's kind of that outlet for me so I would say a lot of it was I mean we we're all shut down in COVID sitting you know sitting in our houses and sitting in our studios and um you know Brad had just passed away so I mean there was you know it, a lot of it a lot of musically and instrumentally like was focused on him I would say mm-hmm. so it was kind of a yeah it was a wild ride but um then you know we took those songs to Ricky Armolino uh, for my sign kills because we had done work with him or played shows with him when he was in Hawk and Einstein, and you know we spent the rest of that whole COVID shutdown pretty much in his basement mm-hmm. piecing this whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Nice. Uh, so anything how do you guys... else? Ooh. Oh, sorry. 
no, no, please. Is there anything else? No, no, no. I was just asking Scott if I if I if I hit on everything if I missed it. No, no. That's that's pretty much. Uh, I kind of gave him the brief overview overview before they got on, but yeah, kind of similar. I, I think that's why me and Josh write so well together is because I we're kind of the same same style of people. Like I I use music as my like uh, not it's like an outlet like more anger like any like depression or anxiety or anxiousness anger like that all comes out in music i don't really put that out in my life too much similar to joss and i, I think that's why we gel so well together is we we kind of coming from the same spot and uh we have similar influences and it just it, it it goes really well together um we have we have a good process oh yeah hmm. that's good uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this ep for the first time should they play in the car with friends start with headphones on should they blast at a party work out to it what do you guys personally recommend? Personal, I say do what you want, do your thing. Ooh, <laughs> but okay, all right. If I if I had to choose, like I'm always a big car person. I just love mm-hmm. like cranking it up to 13 in the car, yeah. <laughs> just blowing my eardrums out while I'm driving down the road. Um, and people can watch me just scream at my steering wheel, which is also fun. Oh, uh, yeah. So I I'd say either that or some just uh, yeah, just some AirPods. I'm I'm always have my uh, my AirPod Pros in whether I'm working out or something and. I love these don't want these ones too because they block out that sound so it feels like that uh like you have the over the ears but it's not okay. over the ears so i'm going car or airpods okay i'm a car person too i don't what's funny is i don't know when we're in these album cycles i don't even really listen to music that much and the only time i will listen to it is when i'm in my car so i'm definitely a car person oh, yeah. to third mm-hmm. Scott. all right um, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with, um, story driven. Um, just cause the lyrics, like I said, we did a lot of work to make these songs have stories to them and not just a combined bunch of, so story driven, um, I'm going to say heartfelt. We, we shared a lot of our inner feelings on this. Um, especially with Brad passing, we, we put a lot out there. And the last one I'm going to say is uh, learning slash experimental. Because like I said, before this, we did all the writing on our own. We did all, literally everything we did ourselves. And this is our first time working with producers like Ricky and Morgan. Um, so really like this is kind of us branching out and trying new things and like taking it all as a learning process and taking what we learned from Ricky, what we learned from Morgan and, putting our own our own stuff into it um and i like the collaboration so if mm-hmm. i get a if i get like a bonus pick i'll put collaboration in there too okay oh okay right. i'm gonna all say, the joshes <laughs> uh, no 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 mine's a random dude um i'm gonna say melting pot <laughs> because the more i keep thinking about the cp like lights lights was a song we did what two years ago and then we remastered yeah. with, with adam and ricky and then the Flood was produced by Morgan, and we had Blake on that. Then the other three songs were produced by Ricky Armelino, and one of the songs, Burn, was Burn, Breathe, Repeat, was the first song we did with him. Mm-hmm. And then I think Horizons and, what, what am I missing here? Oh, Above Me. Above Me was in the middle of the pack, and then Horizons was the very last song we did. So they're like, all five of those songs are kind of all over the place. So everything will start to tighten up on the next EP cycles. But yeah, that one's just kind of a sporadic, random mix of songs that we kind of put on there. But we kind of picked our our, our kind of favorites or the ones we wanted to throw out there first. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of a melting pot. It's kind of a bucket of just randomness. 
Oh, yeah. Perfect. I love that. <laughs> so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Um, my, my goal, at least as a writer is to just invoke any emotion. Like that's, that's the goal. Like if I can just get you to feel something, I feel like I've done my job. Like that's, that's what I was like as a writer. I, I like seeing people's reaction and how it affects their lives and how they relate to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I always try to come right from a point, I don't know about Josh, but I, <clears throat> my writing tends to live in the zone of like, like, it sounds kind of ho-hum, but like hopeful sadness is like, like we all have these feelings of like, you know, anxiety and depression and we just, we feel down. And it, for me, music has been always that kind of constant that's helped get me through situations and help kind of uh, make me feel like I wasn't alone with how I was feeling. So I would say like that, just that feeling of like, it's all right to feel like shit sometimes, but like, just, just stay hopeful. Like, don't give up, keep going. Just, just keep pushing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. All right. Same. Same. Ditto. Um, so what's your favorite memory that you guys made while creating the CP? Hmm. Probably when Josh lit Ricky's garbage on fire. What? <laughs> I did not. I still get blame. I still get blame for that. That wasn't me. What did you do? Probably. It was probably. I don't know. We're outside. Oh my god. We're outside we're, we're smoking. Right. Go ahead. No, you go. Whatever. Whatever. I'm out on this. <laughs> well, we were we were out at Ricky Armolino's recording the album. And like, <laughs> we were just downstairs writing and Adam, the, who mixed our album, um, came downstairs like, Hey, uh, garbage is on fire outside. <laughs> we're like, what do you mean that garbage is on fire outside? He's like, yeah, it's uh, it's on fire. <laughs> so we just like walked out and their driveway is just like a blazing inferno, like out in the, oh my God. out like by the street. And we're like, looking at each other. And like, we all just turned to Josh. Cause like, Josh is the only one that smokes. And he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I swear. <laughs> and like they had the cops come and they were like trying to find out like Van like no he never found out who did it. But we just kept going. We just kept saying it was Josh that lit it on fire just It just wasn't me. It wasn't. <laughs> but it was awesome, so I'll take blame for it. Oh uh, yeah, so we just we just tell everybody he lit Ricky's garbage on fire. Jesus Christ. Oh uh, my god. That's gotta be one of them. I think I my most I don't know. There's like two moments. I think one one was just being working with Ricky Armolino. Ricky, Ricky's like he's mm -hmm. like Rain Man. I'm not even joking. He's a prodigy. That dude can piece other songs, rewrite sections and stuff so well. Like it's it's almost nuts. It almost makes you feel like a real piece of crap. Honestly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> super, <laughs> super inspiring. Big, big super depressing. everything. <laughs> um, I would say that, but probably maybe the second, maybe even most. I would say probably walk in that studio with Morgan and hearing the flood come together. I mean, that was Brad, our guitar player's favorite live musician. Hell, he's probably my favorite live musician, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, so walking in there and actually working and have him drum on a track. I think he drummed that whole song in like 19 minutes or something ridiculous. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen or do it was, two minutes. Two, I think two it was hours. two takes. It was like two takes. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. He like did one and listened to it and he's like, uh, and then he did another one. He's like, all right. And that we did, that's what we went with. I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, just hearing that whole song and just being in there with one of our favorite, you know, musicians, writers, uh, that was pretty nuts. I mean, that was pretty nuts. And then, I mean, that led to that whole animosity tour, which was so much fun. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. crazy. 
I guess those were a little better than the garbage fire. Well, I would argue the garbage fire is the best one. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, garbage fire is kind of top 10 right now. That's garbage I get picked on for that show. Uh, <laughs> I agree with the Ricky thing. I mean, and Morgan too, but like Ricky, we kind of went to Ricky first and like just that, like I said, that's the first time we saw like how the quote unquote real guys do it. You know, like we learned so much and like, like Josh said, just watching him work. Like mm-hmm. I always thought I, I, we worked hard, but like watching him, it's just like, it's so inspiring to see someone who's so good at what they do, but it's also kind of like depressed, like, God, like, I don't think I'll ever be this good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just, we learned so much from him and Morgan both. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm sure Josh is too. And it, it's just helped our writing. I mean, the flood, that was like the first song that we wrote coming back from mm-hmm. learning from Rick. I mean, we had some of it written, but it was like in pieces. And we didn't really finish that out until we came back from Pennsylvania. And it just, it made our writing process so much smoother and better overall. Yeah. I don't like follow Ricky super closely, but I'm a fan of Ice Nine Kills. So obviously, you know, I see his shit on my Instagram and it's like the man goes from touring all over the fucking place. And then he goes home and he's immediately working on shit. I'm yes. like, how do you not well, fucking hate music, dude? dude <laughs> if, 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 that, if you think that's nuts. He literally oh, gets off stage. Yeah, he would like get off stage like mm-hmm. five minutes and then he'd call us and be like, all right, let's get right. Like, it is, like exactly. there's no yeah. break. He yeah. he works and it's during the entire tour and then during the entire time at home. It's just it's it's amazing. And like everything yeah. he does is like it's it's just good. Like you usually exactly. you have like a bunch of crap and then you have like a couple of good ones, but it's just like mm-hmm. he just pumps it out and like, damn, dude. Yeah. It just exactly. it's an honor, an honor to work with him. Mm-hmm. And so what was your process like? Like, how did he change your writing process? Because you were working with him with that. The biggest thing I'd say is we, I mean, like Josh and I are from small towns. Like there's not a lot of musicians community around here. So we didn't really know what we were doing. We just knew we Mm -hmm. liked to write music and try to write cool songs. Mm -hmm. So what we would do is we like pretty much, we try to like an entire song or like majority of a song and be like, okay, this is this song. Let's, take it as far as we can go. Mm-hmm. But when we, after working with Ricky, he really taught us how to like kind of micro write. So with, with Ricky, he's like, yeah, write the whole, write the whole song. It's like a basis. That's, that's a fine starting point. But then once you get that, like, once you have the structure, like the, the, the body of the song, mm-hmm. he taught us the biggest thing I'll always take back from his that just to go like measure by measure, make sure every measure has something interesting in it like no matter what it is so rather than trying to construct this entire song or this entire rift in like one go we now get like the idea that we want and then we go in piece by piece and like we'll just loop a single measure and we'll write we'll write that and make sure that sounds cool and interesting and we'll go to the next measure make sure they're like make sure the story is continued with each measure that was the biggest thing for me at least and lyrically for just personally like um him kind of showing me like the, the way he writes lyrics was very helpful to me. Cause like I said, I, it used to be me just kind of throwing stuff on the wall. I'm like, yeah, that, that kind of sounds cool. Let's go with that. Or that, yeah. that sounds cool. But he kind of helped me show like how to build an actual story and connect the pieces. And um, it just more like verification. Cause like when you're writing in your alone in your basement, you're like, I think this is cool, but I, I have no idea. Like it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to kind of like work with him and like, okay, so like this kind of stuff's cool. This kind of stuff's like, eh, whatever. So that, that verification helped a lot too. Oh, yeah. That's good. Perfect. Uh, so for this question, I want you guys to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Ooh. Josh, you want to go first? I got lots. Ooh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay, so it's got to be the sour gummy bears, the Hasbro ones that like like the really chewy. I love that like they make you work for them. Like your mm -hmm. teeth kind of like your mouth gets sore, but it's like yeah, you earned that gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with those. Uh, if we're in Casey's, I'll probably like grab a slice of pizza. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm a big fan. Um, me and TJ, our other guitar player, uh, we just have like totes and it's just full of like bread banana and peanut butter and we just yeah. we just make banana and peanut butter sandwiches all day long and it's uh it's glorious and makes me very happy oh, yeah. those are my picks oh man i'm still thinking of mine mine well number one really it's the only one that matters is sour skittles i love sour skittles i love burning holes in my tongue with those um sour skittles and then man i usually go doritos simple doritos mm -hmm. sour skittles and doritos nice which is so healthy <laughs> oh yeah mm -hmm. pinnacle of health mm -hmm. um so uh, on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why oh hmm hmm <laughs> Minecraft i like that question i like that question too I'm trying to figure out how to make us not sound terrible. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of pressure. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. What are we? We're like a we're like a taco, dude. I was just saying <laughs> oh, we gotta okay. be we, we gotta be some kind of dip. Like we got so many like hot ingredients. Like our that's why members. that's why I said taco. We're just a bunch of random crap. Yeah. And like we we're all so different like that's the big thing with this group is like we're all so different everybody's got different backgrounds nobody listens mm -hmm. to the same music for the most part everybody's got different favorite bands mm -hmm. everybody's got yeah different backgrounds we, it, none of us are really that like similar so i'm going with tacos Hell maybe yeah. like a crunch wrap supreme it's like all a <laughs> bunch of stuff in there but it's all wrapped into one little package <laughs> all right there you go yeah okay that's perfect uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. Yep. Sure. Awesome. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. Okay. So Ooh. if you're on Perfect. death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh my God. I say this all the time. I got this right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. I want uh, super good Italian bread, fresh baked with olive oil and Parmesan cheese. And I will just... Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. I will. I'll, you don't even need to put me in the electric chair because I'll just kill myself by eating too much of that, <laughs> and I'll just die. <laughs> That's the best way to go. Honestly, that is the best way to go. Oh my god. Oh, and your drink. Uh, what do you What are you drinking with that? The oil. Oh, <laughs> just oh, oh, oil. <laughs> oh, that's rancid. Just that's chugging rancid. the olive oil. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm. I'm an Italian beef guy. I'm going Italian beef, <laughs> 20 of them, and then I'm good. Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I, I like this. I don't know. But uh, no, Italian beef and mm -hmm. probably pizza. Once again, just going healthy. Exactly. Of course. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> what healthy drink are you going to have with that? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Iced tea. Can... I'm an iced tea Ooh. guy. Mm, unsweet. Yeah. Got to be unsweet, though, for me. Oh, no, no. <laughs> unsweet. I can do like a 90 10, like 90% unsweet and like a, a sweet tea, but mm -hmm. man, I can't. Those sweet teas are just too much sugar. It's like drinking a sugar cube. I mean, but you're going to die. I, I guess so. I guess my doesn't really matter. Yeah. Bring That's on a the very sweet valid tea. point. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Man, I'm a nerd. I got way too many fictional worlds. Um, God, you put me in any nerdy situation, I'll be happy. Give me like, give me Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, um, Star Wars, Game of Thrones. I'm in. Like, I, I love all that, uh, all that fantasy stuff. Scotty's gonna be world hopping over here. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm ready. I've been waiting for this. You mentioned Harry Potter. Uh, I feel like I always have to ask, what house are you? See. Everyone says Gryffindor. Like, I feel like I'm going to be Gryffindor, but like, I feel like I'd get thrown in like Hufflepuff <laughs> or Ravenclaw. Just, I feel like I'd be like up there, like, like not Hufflepuff, not Hufflepuff in the hat. I'm just like, you're going to Hufflepuff. Boy. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a Hufflepuff, okay? <laughs> That's like, I'm like, a, I'm like that Gryffindor at heart, but it's like, they don't mm-hmm. see that. It's just all the rest is Hufflepuff. So I get stuck in there. Hey, I guess I, I'm going to piss off all the Hufflepuff fans. So I apologize. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going Westworld because I kind of want to murder robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> answer. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, I'm doing like the hard right turns on all these. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I, no, um, yeah, either that. <laughs> yeah, no, Westworld. I'm picking Westworld. Okay. Westworld. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Transparent. That's Ooh, orange. That's not. I'm not even going to take that. Try that again, man. <laughs> oh, I got. I switch daily, but I'd say it's a toss-up between green, purple, and orange. All right. Depends okay. on how I'm feeling that day. Okay. Mine's yeah. orange. Orange. Okay, that's good, good colors. Good colors. Yeah. Um. So as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Uh, just the band, Burden of the Sky. If uh, if you haven't checked us out, we just dropped that new EP. We have a uh, we have a ton of songs on the way. Ra- on the way, we're uh, gonna start writing here some more songs with Morgan over the next few weeks. So we got more, even more songs coming. Um, we're easy to find YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. Uh, put our name in there, you'll find us. And uh, yeah, if you're at a show, uh, I we always pride ourselves and just we like hanging out with fans. So if you're ever at a show, do not be scared to come up and say hi or. Just uh, screw around with us. That's half the reason we're there. Like we love to play our show, but like we also just love going out there and hanging with fans and drinking and have a good time. I mean, that's what that's what we do at home anyway, with, with us and our friends. And when we're out, we're just uh, we're just friends having a good time that love to play music. So come say hi. Oh yeah, love it. All right. Well, thank you for now. This guy's been burdened to the sky, and we've been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>